This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Manusha Man is up next, but first, listen to this other great OPI show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You, all kinds of Halloween talk. Yes, if you're going to talk about Halloween, make sure you have a plan for how to get through the evening and the night. And Steve's story about how he was terrorized on Halloween when he was a kid. (laughs) On the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Both of us. We're worried. <laughs> what? We're worried. <laughs> Why? Election next week. I'm a little. Oh a little, yeah. A little yeah. anxious. Yeah. yeah. Like the, yeah. This is our last. Uh, our last show of uh, before we may be in Canada. Who yeah. knows, right? <laughs> and we don't even have to say who we're voting for because <laughs> both sides feel that way. <laughs> yep, it's exactly true. Uh, are they? Le- Canada's not letting us in, are they? Nobody's letting us in. The whole well, world is not letting us in. You know what? Let's let's give credit where credit is due. Trump was playing checkers while we were playing chess while we were playing checkers. That's true. No one's breaking into America anymore. I don't know how he did it, but (laughs) kudos to him. Uh, We have lots of stuff uh, coming up on the show today. Well, we've got a great snippet from an interview that we're going to do. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, that at all? You mean uh, Exploding Unicorn? Yes, the Exploding Unicorn. uh, James Breakwell is going to be with us. And if you don't know who uh, James Breakwell is, he is a very funny parent. Yes. And he has made his living uh, talking you know, about screwing up his kids. <laughs> which which we both can uh, commiserate about. Exactly. So. Uh, you know, we do have a little bit of news. Um, news. For about 20 minutes last week, we were the number three most listened podcast in... The a- world? Algeria. Oh, not bad. <laughs> and now we are, we have since... Don't they speak l- French? There? <laughs> I, I have no idea. I, I, honestly, I don't think I could even find it on a map, but yeah. we were huge. There are only two other podcasts in Algeria, but uh, that's fine. Uh, that's yeah, fine. It's, but now we're now we're back to obscurity. All right. Well, that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's appropriate because this entire show is about minutia. So do we have any that you'd yeah. like to share? Yeah. Uh, do you have the balls in the news jingle? Do I have the balls in the news jingle? <laughs> you just this listen is Dave's to Dave's spotlight on bald contributions. Time now for balds in the news. What up, Baldy? With Rick and Dave. So when I'm not even in the studio, you just play it over and over I again, do. don't you? I do. What up, Baldy? <laughs> so remember a few years ago? God, it could be. Well, no, it was, I think a few years ago we had Ted Giannoulis on yeah, the, the San Diego chicken. Sure. Right. And he was a great interview about yeah. him making Elvis laugh and the whole thing. Right. But I don't know if you remember this, but him and I got into it a little bit. Do you remember that we were? Oh, right. Because uh, the bald thing. Right. Because right? he used to do the thing where the he'd shiny, go, yeah. The shiny, the shine the bald guy up with the towel routine. Right. <laughs> right. And he thought it was so funny. Right. <laughs> well, and it's been bothering you for 30 years. Well, here's a story that reminded me or this reminds me of a story that I just saw. Okay. Um, robot cam confuses linesman bald head for a football in Scotland. <laughs> 
Okay, in football in Scotland, we're that talking would be soccer. Yes, right. Inverness Caledonian Thistle. That's the name of a band or a, a team. Yes. Although it could be a name of band. Yeah. Nikola Todorov struck a late equalizer in the final minutes to salvage a point at home in the Scottish Championship game. Okay. okay. The problem was that the fans couldn't see that on TV. You know why? I don't. Because they don't have cameramen there. They have robot cams. Oh, because of COVID. Uh, could be. I don't yeah. know. Um, and the robot cam thought the linesman's ju- head, bald head was the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so the camera was just following the linesman up and down the field, whereas the action was somewhere else. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious and humiliating at the same time, right? And the, and the cop, Can you do a Scottish accent? Um, no. Okay. No. Uh, Not the, on demand. The commentator in charge of the game had to continuously apologize that the camera uh, was, you know, going. Right, to, right now they're scoring a goal, <laughs> but we cannot tell you. Right. I've never seen anything like this, but you look at the bald head of linesman Billy Gonigvin. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, thank you for well, that story. Well, uh, oh, I want to ask. More? Well, no, I just have a thought here. Yeah. When, when it, was it acceptable or when, when did it start? That that everybody can make fun of bald guys and that's fine. It's like Germans. You know how you yeah. can always make fun of Germans? Yeah. But why is it that you can, I mean, we've got the Me Too for the females. We've got everything. But what about bald guys? Why is it that we are fodder for humor all the time? That's a great question. Huh. I, you know, I think uh, maybe it's time to start up some sort of an organization. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe write a book. <laughs> about this possibly available on a website what's it called uh, the balding handbook and yeah. eckhartspress.com all right i've got boxes of them <laughs> didn't go the didn't go as well as we planned <laughs> it actually sold pretty yeah, well it was yeah. fine uh yeah if you want to go through your five stages of grieving mm-hmm. that's where you do it mm-hmm. all right i have a story for you uh, but uh, before we do i've been thinking about some of the other opi shows mm-hmm and because whenever you listen to our show, there are, are promos for mm-hmm. other shows. And one that seems to be in our show a lot is our old friend, Mark Vernon. Yeah, the tall the tall dream in the college. The tall dream, yeah. We went to college with Mark Vernon, and yeah. Mark Vernon and Lou Constable, does, they do the Car Guys Report. Right. Which is about motorcycles. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. But it, the reason I bring it up is... Uh, you were just telling me this story the other day, which I didn't. I didn't know. It's a story about Mark Vernon. So we were in college. This was I don't know, nineteen eighty three ish, four ish, or whatever. And for some reason, I was driving him around in the Monte Carlo. I had the seventy four Monte Carlo yep. with a three fifty, and Mark, even back then, was a huge car guy, right? right? And for whatever reason, I mean, I don't know. I had to open the trunk. Maybe we were getting a keg or something. I don't know. And I was with Mark. And he, his eyes just lit up when the trunk opened up. I mean, it was like, like an audible breath. You know, he lost his breath. I'm like, well, you know, what's up? He goes, oh my God, oh my God. And he pointed to a hubcap that I had in my car. It was a Buick Like an hubcap. extra hubcap. And it was not even for the chef. It was for a Buick. And I still remember the Buick writing on it. He goes, oh my God, that's a Buick hubcap for an unlimited or a limited edition 5511 6D, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. And he's like, I've been looking for this forever. I'm like, I don't know, you want it? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. And like, gave him the hubcap. <laughs> Could have been worth, you know, 30 grand or something. I don't know, but I don't that's think That's so. how much of a car guy he is. That's <laughs> right. why I was thinking of it. So, so if you're a car guy too, uh, you should check out that show. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Dave, you know me. I'll, I'll try anything once, um, mm. even, you know, especially 
drinks. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and uh, I've kind of been alerted to this uh, disgusting food museum. Have you heard about the disgusting food museum? It's in Sweden, right? And uh, I believe our, our good pal, Dane Placco, went there mm. when he was in Sweden. So that's how I found out about it. Well, it's already known for its peculiar culinary displays. It has things like maggoty cheese from Sardinia, Icelandic fermented shark flesh, <laughs> Peruvian frog smoothies. But for this new three-month-long exhibit, which opened uh, on September fifth and it was going to be there through december they found the strangest most interesting challenging alcohol types from around the world would you like to hear some of these sure all right one highlight is a scottish beer that is the strongest beer in the world it has 55 percent alcohol by volume what is regular beer have like five yeah 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 Yeah. okay um but the, the thing that's great about this is not necessarily the alcohol content. It's how they serve it. It's served inside a taxidermy squirrel, like a real like squirrel. A dead squirrel. Yeah, a dead squirrel that has been, you know. Hollowed out. Yeah, taxidermed. <laughs> and that's how you drink it. And they call it squirrel beer. It, is and, it? And like, that's how they serve it in Scotland. This is, if you want to get it, you got to get it in the squirrel. <laughs> I want it in a possum. Nope. <laughs> Go to some other tavern. You got to drink it in the squirrel. Okay. Uh, seems like Scotland's a, a big thing on the show. Though. So here's another one. Um, alcohol in the museum world. All right. This, this, is, this is the grossest thing uh, I've ever heard of in my life. It is called, uh, let's see here. I don't know what it's called, um, but it's a rice wine. Oh, here it is. It's called Tsang Sul. Tsang Sul. And it's a medicinal remedy in South Korea. It's brewed with fermented human feces. Are you really? This is for real. Which, well, you know, yeah, I've been looking for a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called poop wine, basically the the uh, translation. Uh, and it smells like poop. It tastes like poop. But it good thing we didn't step in it, right? <laughs> right? But it supposedly has medicinal value. Yeah. So. And there's more. Okay. Whale testicle beer. <laughs> okay. This is a seasonal product produced by the brewery in Iceland. Which, what's, what's the brand name? Moby Dick? Uh, Stoiji. Okay. Um, it's cured uh, in an old Icelandic uh, tradition, which is lightly salted and then smoked. And the, it's actually made with whale testicles. And they put a lot of effort into it. And what's, it, the, what's the name of the beer? It is called Stoji. Stoji. Don't you think they could be more creative with whale and testicles? They could. Like, they could. Uh, um, how about Orca Spunk Bunker? <laughs> <laughs> right? That yeah. would be better. That's better. Again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a marketing guy. Uh, here's another one. Ant Gin. Ant Gin. You not, have an Ant Gin. Yeah, exactly. In, in like, uh, I think uh, Paul McCartney. Someone's <laughs> knocking on the door. Anti-gin is one of the people knocking on the door. Uh, no, this is actual gin made with 62 red wood ants. And br- it's brewed with insects. And it has sharp citrus notes. Oh. Well, that's a- <laughs> so, uh, I think road trip. to the you did, When you were... 
Didn't they have chocolate-covered ants, or do they still have chocolate-covered ants? Oh, yeah. You know, what? when I was uh, Stephen Gary's producer one time, they, they had, um, it was the year of the cicadas. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was 1990, mm-hmm. um, and we ate chocolate-covered cicadas. Yeah. And they brought it into the studio and everything, and of course, Stephen Gary wouldn't eat it, so. Right. Yeah. Get the yes, guy who's yeah. making eight bucks an hour doing right. <laughs> right. Bring me in. And I almost vomited. It was so disgusting. I mean, the crunch. Just imagine. Have you seen the like a dead cicada laying on the floor? Yeah. Imagine. Well, the dog, uh, Wes, continuously gets a cicada in his mouth somehow. Uh, it, does, it, does he enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, he, he's, you know, he also eats his poop. So, you know. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, I um, He would love this stuff. I always thought that I, I always thought I wanted to be on Survivor, you know. Did you really? Well, because you're not really a survivor <laughs> well, type. Let's and be my honest, wife yeah. was very, uh, very good about telling me that. And, I, you know, I, th- I think I could get past. I mean, I can't physically, but I think I could have trained myself to at least, you know, because that marathon that I'm going to dr- run every year. Yeah. You know, the marathon. I think I could have gotten myself when I was in my 30s in good enough shape to at least not die during Survivor. But I don't think I would have ever been able to eat, do, do the disgusting food challenges. That would be like the no. rotting fish no. crap and the whatever. bugs. I can't yeah, get yeah, past yeah, the yeah, bugs. Yeah, that's I mean, how it. do you do it? No. But I'll drink anything. I'll try any of those drinks, including the dung, the dung wine. Just once. As long as there's alcohol in it. <laughs> not that I have a problem. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So finally, Studio Walls is out there. It's on our Eckhart's Press website. Mm-hmm. You go to the uh, blogs you'll find on the Studio Walls. This week we've uh, got a bunch of stuff on there. If you want to see a free excerpt from Cub Sessions mm-hmm. about uh, actor Dennis Franz. There's a poem I wrote for the White Sox mm-hmm. when they won the World Series on there. Our interview with Denny Lane mm. is on there. And it's happy birthday, too. Isn't it? it's today, birthday. as we record this, it's his oh. birthday. And uh, this weekend, I'll also be putting up uh, my interview with uh, with a legendary Chicago broadcaster named Ron Britton, yeah. um, who passed away this week. Right. And it's a sad story because he... He took his own life mm-hmm. after his wife passed away a few days earlier, and they had been married for 62 years, yeah. and he just couldn't take yeah, it. Right. I mean, it's almost like a love story, you know what I mean? It's I don't think it's almost a love story. It's pretty much a... Yeah. 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 But anyway, I knew Ron, and I interviewed him about 10 years ago. I'll put it up on the website. And this guy was, for those of you who don't know who he is... He was a legendary rock and roll disc jockey in the 60s mm-hmm. at a radio station called WCFL. And I found a little clip. I'll play you to give you an idea of what he sounds like. Here we go. Ladies! And we've got a music of all time with the Roll Brain Radio Program. 11 minutes past the hour of 10 bells from Biggie 10 WCFL and Rise and Webowise with Quark Webo on Big Ten Radio, 6 to 10 a.m. every morning. As a matter of fact, Quark is in his little office propelling his radio program for tomorrow. And here's Quark with a few words about tomorrow's program. Fantastic. So, I mean, just to give you an idea, he was the kind of guy that he would have this wall of sound. Um, 
in in the background. He was yeah, way way ahead of his time. Right, we, yeah. Here this is a clip of him doing like a record intro. Here we go. Here's Night in the pepperoni is in all aboard. Sure, 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 baby. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> I think they're calling our train right now. Track four. All aboard. I think they're calling us. They called my train a long time ago. Keep in mind that this is in 1965 or whatever. There's no digital, you know, it's not a computer where you're just overlaying. You know, there's creativity and there's creativity. I mean, in the the 60s, uh, to be a great disc jockey, the creativity was like in 10 second, 20 second bursts. To have that much content in an 11 second intro to a Gladys Knight and the Pip Mm -hmm. song unbelievable he must have did you know how much time he spent preparing for shows it must have been well so i got to know his uh his audio engineer in fact i told the story about him when we were talking about ann margaret a few weeks ago because he passed away yeah he was a friend of mine and he told me that he would just throw crap at him as the engineer and ron would just dance around it you know he didn't know what was coming it was just like completely spontaneous wow wow amazing yeah but anyway, so that's that's who Ron Britton was. Now, here's my story about him. Yeah. I met him in the early 90s. And he was the morning man at uh, WJMK before John Landecker mm. was hired. And and this is how he quit. <laughs> <laughs> I love ra- I love radio business quit stories. <laughs> he uh, it was told by the boss, Harvey, that, Harvey, Harvey Perlman, uh, that he, if he can get some money, more money elsewhere, go uh, ahead. But uh, he's not giving him another penny. Uh, so he found another radio station that would pay him more money. And instead of, you know, <laughs> turning in his letter, notice right, or whatever, right, exactly. hey, I really appreciate the opportunity you gave me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He quit live on the oh, air. Beautiful. And took a limo, had a limo waiting. And when he got down to the limo, he was on the new station. Oh, God. That and, is. And took the limo across town and, and did his, his new show. It was all a continuous thing. Now, this was the backdrop. I didn't know this story when I met him. And he came to a WJMK uh Christmas party, and it was just the next year. Oh, so he was just he was going middle there. finger to everybody. Well, yeah. he wanted to go in and and Say you know make amends yeah, to yeah, Harvey yeah, yeah. or whatever. And he walked in, and Harvey Perlman was on the other side of the room. And as soon as he saw Ron Britton, he charged toward him like he was going to beat the living <laughs> crap. And we had to like hold him back. He's like, "Hey, Harvey, I just want to." <laughs> I mean, it was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. He was out of his mind. And and this was my first Christmas party at this station. I'm thinking to myself, I have really stumbled into something (laughs) here. I I wish I was like my buddy Dave who's selling paper right now. (laughs) Much calmer then. So that's that's my Ron Britton story. And you'll you'll see that. And he met the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. He he wouldn't let Mick Jagger drive his Jaguar. Oh, really? One of the stories in uh, the so anyway, 
Check it out. It's on the studio walls. We have a lot more oh, coming God, up on yeah. the show, don't we, Dave? Yeah. You know what? It's almost embarrassing how much we got. We still. Um, yeah. So we've got, uh, we're going to do, um, well, we're going to do a snippet of our interview. And uh, we'll have the celebrity potpourri. Okay. We've got uh, more minutia for mm-hmm. everybody. We'll be giving and, away a free car. And if yeah. you want to know why we are right now number three in Algeria. Not anymore. Yeah. It, was, it was for about 45 minutes. No. Not that I'm just, I am on 538 blog and our podcast ratings 100% of the time right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Well, here's, here's, here's what you'll find right now on the Celebrity Interview. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. We talk to a Halloween icon, Sven Rich Coase joins us and we'll talk about all things Halloween, about his show, about how he knows Elvira, <laughs> possibly Dracula, maybe count the count, count the ways, how good the show is going to be. One, two, three. <laughs> Sounds like Jackie Mason a little bit. Hey, that right. Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report and Formed Automotive, you won't believe how Chevy shipped their Vegas on the train. Plus, we take a look at some great American station wagons. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast at OPI Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we're back. You got some yeah, yeah, yeah. more one of the good things about your kids growing up, my uh, kids, well, all of our kids, yeah, okay. getting, is those obligatory trips to Wisconsin Dells. Yeah, they're kind of gone, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, um, I, I, you know, there were some of them were fun. A lot of them, you know, just like I got to go to the Dells again, right? Yeah, yeah. You have fond memories of them now. Yeah, yeah. and I well, one of the fond memories I have is I remember when Johnny was little, really little. Yeah. And we all went up there. We went to Wisconsin Dells. Yes. Yeah. And we uh, did the duck ride. We did. And we did Johnny all. kept on going, duck, 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 where are the ducks? Where are the ducks? <laughs> but I remember one time we were at the Dells, and just a couple of years ago, like two or three years ago, and we did one of those escape rooms. Do you know what those oh, things are? Oh, God, I hate those things. I hate them so much. Um, so we were waiting in line. Or we were, Riddle me this. Well, it, it was, uh, I think it was the, the premise of it was you're in a, a spaceship. And the oxygen is running out and you got to get out or you're going to die, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we're waiting in the little waiting room. Dave, why are you in the corner just rolled into a fetal <laughs> position? Uh, we're all going to die. <laughs> we paid 25 bucks, honey. It's just a ride. But so we, I was in the uh, I was in the, the we were in the waiting area. Yeah. Right. And you could hear. I mean, there was only one attraction. So you just wait. You know, you knew that the other people were in it. And I just started hearing arguing in the room. The, the 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 escape room uh-huh. started screaming. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> tell you something else. <laughs> and I I heard the there was it was a woman and a man, and I heard stop this, stop this, I want out of here. And they open it up, <laughs> and a woman slinks out crying, and the other guy. And the other guy, oh, honey, I didn't mean it. You yeah. know, whatever. whatever. Right. I, yeah, you know, you just, you, you, we're about to die and you're really not taking it seriously. And, <laughs> so so I asked the, uh, the the woman that was running the place, I go, how often does that happen? She goes, oh, we've seen divorces. 
<laughs> you know, I, I could see you and Michelle not working together well in this situation. Uh, well, we did it, actually. And yeah, we had, I just didn't say anything. Right. And, and That's I just, the only way. Right. And I, and, but then the, the, the kids were butting heads with Michelle. And, and just, I mean, it wasn't Michelle's fault. The kids were little, you know. Yeah. But Michelle knew right away how to solve it. <laughs> right. You know, the minute she's like, you got to do this, 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 and we're out of here. And, they, and she, you know, in her defense, she wanted to make sure that the kids were involved and blah, blah, blah. But you could just tell right. Michelle was like, no, yeah. I know yeah. how to do it. No, it's no more oxygen. <laughs> now, if if you had control of the O and the A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But there's a story that I found um, from the Netherlands, and this is actually a, one of the few stories of the Netherlands that it has nothing to do with venereal disease. By the way. Yeah. I think it's Netherlands. Oh, what I right? say? Netherlands kind of sounds like the <laughs> lands of your nethers, you know. Which, uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder uh, who's going to win the Illinois uh, electoral votes. Yeah. But le- so this is comes out of the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, y- uh, have you ever been to this town, Ultrek? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, well, last week the escape room mysterium sounds kind of mysterious mysterious uh was broken into okay okay and but the th- and it, the, the theme of the escape room was like a bank like you had ex- you know, for you had, real yeah right so they <laughs> broke into it and there was a there was a uh, safe uh-huh. like a prop oh right <laughs> so the perpetrators <laughs> broke into the escape room Broke into the safe, and then like, oh, there's a safe. There must yeah, be money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they understood the escape room concept, right? So they break into the safe. God, that would be my worst nightmare, breaking into an escape room. <laughs> and they break into it, and they get to the safe, and it was, you know, it was like a big metal, I don't know, whatever, and they finally break into it, and all that was in it was riddles for the escape room. <laughs> Riddle me this. <laughs> so, so they left with like 30 bucks, and there's video of them, and they got arrested and everything, but I just think it's hilarious hilarious that someone breaks into an escape room yeah. to break into the, the safe and all there was was real we call that karma in the in the business <laughs> we call it karma a random name pulled out of rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities mixture collection selection assemblage medley assortment variety time now for celebrity potpourri with rick and dave so this is the part of the show where dave breaches his hand into the jar pulls out a name of a uh, celebrity and i have to uh, tell the story of having met that celebrity. Uh, last week, we picked out Dan Quayle, former vice president. Dan potato. Quayle. Potato. Did he smell potato he wrong? He did. You know, if you look back at some of his gaffes. Oh, my God. I, I long for those. Uh, he, remember when he lifted the nation up with his eloquence? <laughs> Uh, there, there was, you know, he, he had a lot of quotes about Bobby Knight and things like that. But they were minor yeah, little things. Yeah, they were minor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, he was a punchline. He was in 1988 through right. 92. Dan Quayle was right. a punchline. And when he came out with a book, I want to say towards the end of the 90s, um, I got word from our good friend Lene who uh, worked for the Tribune, Mm -hmm. and she was friends with the woman who ran the book department at Marshall Fields. I think it was one of her clients. And told me that Dan Quayle was going to be there. And I thought, well, I got to go. I got to go. We're a comedy show. We're a morning show. (laughs) He's a punchline. (laughs) I got to go. So he'd be nine minutes of work. Let's do it. So, uh, you know, he was at that time the former vice president. Uh Um, But anyway, he was still... A vice president yeah. and i got into the uh the book section and it was packed really there were a ton of people there to more meet so him. than tony curtis yeah <laughs> yeah 
yeah, apparently uh, Marshall Fields did a better job of promoting it than this bookstore on Michigan Avenue. But he he had a, a big crowd, and I was the only press member there. Hmm. No press came over to meet him. I'm like, this is going to be great. So at the end of his signing, they let me go interview him. And I talked to him for, you know, about 15 minutes or whatever. And he was a gentleman. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, you know, just an absolutely nice guy. He had a good sense of humor. He seemed like... He spoke a, in a British accent. <laughs> but he, I'm mysterious. He seemed like a really great guy. And I was asking him goofy questions like, you know, what's a Hoosier? Because yeah. he's from Indiana. Yeah, 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 sure. And he had this... He had an answer uh-huh. for what a Hoosier was. I can't remember what it is because who cares? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, but my takeaway from that interview was that... I had misjudged him all these years, and it was totally unfair. Yeah. Oh. oh, well, you're bad. Yeah. So he's, he's actually a nice man. All right, well, let me... Um, yeah, pull another name for next week. Oh! Blago. Rob Blagojevich. Right, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, another political one. I saw him... I think I saw him. I was driving in the Ravenswood area. And I saw someone who looked just like him walking. I, w- I mean, he's back at home. Yeah, except now he's got the white, the, the, white hair. completely white hair. Yeah. 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 I think he looks good in the white hair. Yeah. It's a good look. So, I'm, and, you know, I don't want to tease what the story is hmm? uh, because we have something else to tease right now. And that is our guest for the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Right. He is a, uh, his name is James Brakel. Yep. Uh, he's got over a million followers on Twitter and he has made his career be writing children's books or, or no, I'm sorry writing, par- parenting books although yeah. he just did write a children's book and he shares a lot of the same sensibilities that we do that basically good enough is good enough <laughs> that's right uh, it's called exploding unicorn if you right. want to follow him. but here's a, here's a taste of that interview I'm now for the celebrity minutia minute hey you got a minute celebrity minutia minute with Rick and Dave do you use the real names of your kids? No, they're, they're pen names. So that, just so you know, you try to Google our real name, you won't find our home address or anything. That was my main criteria. For example, I let the internet decide the fake name of my fourth kid. And then I had a bit of a following and they chose Waffle. So yeah, I know my, my newsletter and stuff. I, my kid is named after a breakfast food. And you know, the weird thing is the name totally fits. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. Right. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. No pancakes, but waffle is perfect, right? It was. It really. It sometimes it's just serendipitous. And the weird. Okay, here's here's. So she understands the least. Like she knows I do stuff on the internet. She understands YouTube a little bit, but she thinks that waffle is part of her real name. Like she thinks it's her middle name. <laughs> I'm I'm scarring that child for life. It's it's best to start early. She can date Rick's middle child. Yeah, and they can, they can yeah. live in his basement for the rest of their life. Then <laughs> my middle child's named Corn Beef Head. So, I mean, that would be a perfect combination. (laughs) If you'd like to hear the entire interview, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. It it was a fun uh, interview. Oh, he was a great guy. Uh, great guy. Uh, tell a friend to listen to us. Tell tell, tell a friend four. to uh, go on social media. Share the video. Yeah, or the share share the video. Yeah. Well, we could do the show on video. You want to do it on video? No. Yeah. Because 
Then you got no, they're going to go, you wore that on. shirt yeah. last week. <laughs> Is he wearing his Lane-Tex sweatshirt <laughs> again? Right. Yeah. He hasn't shaved since March. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Well, you can find us on Spotify. You can go to opishows.com. Wherever you find podcasts, search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards. How do you spell that? O-P-P-I-H. Very good. Dot com. Distributed by Ed Silla. T-O-T-C-O-M. <laughs> with Radio Misfits. Uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved uh, to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week. G- dem- democracy willing with Minutia Man. <laughs> knock, on, knock on wood. We'll be back again for another episode of Minutia Man. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. We'll talk about the teams that are doing surprisingly well. And one particular team that I picked for the top six. Are they for real or not? You'll find out. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I'm Kimmy. I'm Tommy. And I'm Sam. And on this week's episode of And Friends, we single-handedly reformed the state of Yugoslavia. It'll be all that and more on And Friends. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. If you missed the Los Anno or Los Los Anno and Friends, here's what you missed. I'm Rokan. Do you like to talk about <laughs> politics? I actually don't. Politics, the problem is I'm, I have no problem discussing politics. I just don't like uh, discussing it from that left-right paradigm the way that, that talk radio does it. Right. You know, where most of the, either, you know, the hosts are either, you know, very far to the right or very far to the left. Right. You know, most of them are very far to the right. And I grew up in this business, so I know what the trick is. And this is before talk radio was actually a political force in the 1980s. Yeah. I would say that two-thirds of the conservative talk shows in America don't believe anything that they're saying. Yeah. They're doing it solely to agitate so they can get phone calls. Right. There's a couple of things that worry me about the future. I'm, I, this is, I'm getting to be an old man because it's like, I, all of a sudden, you know, back in my day, we didn't have <laughs> Armenian girls having sex with black guys. You know, I was like, what? <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And this is not against, you know, the uh, Republicans or conservative philosophy, because I, I happen to vote Republican more than I do Democrat, but I, I vote for both. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a centrist. I could yeah. see both sides, and I decide who's who's got the better idea at that moment right. that I think is going to be better for the future. It's not always the same thing. It's not always right. some sort of dogma. The left dogma doesn't make any sense to me, and no. most of the right stuff doesn't make any right. sense to me. Well, I've always said MSNBC and Fox News, neither of them are news channels. They're no, entertainment no, no. Channels. Oh, and it's all entertainment. But people perceive it because they put the label news on it and present it like news. Right. And it's like, no, it's just talking point. The Federal Trade Commission should do something about that. It is completely entertaining. And I've worked in cable news. Yeah. And I use that term loosely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I worked with Glenn Beck. I know. You think God. that Glenn Beck oh my gosh. has any... I was his fill-in when he was at CNN. Yeah. To bring this around full circle, he was a morning DJ in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Glenn yeah. is a showman. I mean, he's he, he didn't get in this for the right. politics of it. Right, right. Yeah. I think Rush truly believes what he says. 
Really? I do. I yeah. always thought of him as more of an entertainer uh-uh. than anything. No, oh. I think he really believes it. Mm. And he's very he's entertaining at doing it. He's yeah. very entertaining at doing yeah. it. And he could do it without calls. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's yeah. the point. Yeah. That's what I'm very saying. few guys can do that. Right. There's everybody in Conservative Talk Radio has a first and last name. That's like the same thing. Hugh Hewitt. <laughs> and uh, like Lou Lewis. And there's guys, I mean, it, literally, there are guys that, yeah. you know, Tom Thompson. It's like, really? <laughs> you think we're that stupid? <laughs> we can't remember your name? That you have the name of yourself twice? You should have been <laughs> Assholes. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called.